Welcome to episode 15 of Land the Plane Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Land the Plane Podcast. My name's Dustin. I'm Jonathan. And if you're tuning in for the first time, this is just a podcast where two of us, just two average Joes, are trying to uh, share some biblical truth with you. And hopefully by the end of this episode, not only have you learned something, but you know God a little bit better and you've maybe your relationship with Christ has grown a little bit stronger. doesn't matter if you're a believer or non-believer. We're glad you're here and we hope that uh, you listen and get something out of this. But Jonathan, it's good to be back in the Land the Plane Podcast Studios. Yeah, yeah. I just like calling it that. It's just yeah. it makes me feel important and like a big wig. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything that we can do to make you feel like a big wig. That's the that's the purpose, all right? <laughs> yeah. How was your uh, Labor Day weekend, Jonathan? Um was, Oh yeah, we went camping. It was yeah. It was yeah. Um I I hate to start off negative ne- negatively oh. on a podcast. But you're going to. But I'm going to. <laughs> I, I have decided. I made a decision over Labor Day. What's that? That I'm I'm not putting any trust in meteorologists <laughs> ever. It's just educated guesses is all. Yeah, all that really is. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've, I honestly, I, and I've had a conversation. This conversation with a couple of people. I, I feel like when I was a kid, the they were better at guessing. <laughs> Maybe it's too much. Is it too much technology now? I think so. I, I think it's they're relying too much on, you know, possible computer models and all that kind of thing, instead of just maybe some old fashioned meteorology. You just gotta walk out and be like, "I feel a storm coming." Yeah, <laughs> it's already here. <laughs> it's like, it's like coming to you in the movie theaters next fall, yeah. next summer. Oh shoot! Yeah, we remodeled our our little half bath in our our bedroom, so wore myself out. Fun. I don't so know you why. labored. Yeah, I don't know why I brought up Labor Day. It was like a week and a half ago. It just seemed like the thing to do. Yeah. But uh, now I was going to tell you that tonight uh, we were we were at church. We're recording on a Wednesday night. Just just we're going to throw a spoiler out there. It's a Wednesday night. It's been a long day, but we were, I was at church tonight, and I was working with my students. And, uh, you know, we have like a little worship time of singing and stuff. We throw, we don't have a band or anything, but we throw the music up on the TV and play it over the sound system and stuff and just have a good old worship time. And I'm going to tell you that these these kids really impressed me tonight, Jonathan. They were they were singing out. There was points where I couldn't even hear like the musician musician on the t- on the television. I mean, we, like I said, we got surround sound going on, so it was pretty loud because these kids were all just singing, man. And it was funny because it's great to hear them praise, but then after one of the songs, it was a more uppity song. And it was like one kid was like, "It was an uppity song." It was an uppity song. So it was like not. It wasn't for everyone. It was just for certain people. Yes, it's, it was it's for students. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I liked the song a lot, but but you know, we were singing. One of the students looks at the one next to him, and says, "You were singing too loud." <laughs> And that one fired back. You were singing too loud. I'm like, you know, that's a good problem to have if two of your students are accusing each other of other each other of singing too loud at praise and worship. You know, yeah. But you know, 
You always hear about. Would like, you please stop singing it? You're drowning. <laughs> singing me to Jesus so loud. <laughs> you're drowning me out. I want to sing louder than you. These two kids are yelling at each other beforehand. But it, it reminded me of a time where you know we always think about can I sing? Can I sing out loud? And back in in my young days, I won't say it was during puberty, but it was. It was right during that time, you know, when the voice is as powerful as it's going to ever be, you know, and it's cracking all the time. It's just a terrible time for a young young boy. And, uh, I, you know, I had my Walkman. I mean, really, what do you know, though? Because your voice didn't change very much. Come on. You, you purposely talked lower when you said that. And if you deny it, everybody listening. I don't know can, what you're talking about. Can rewind and go back and listen to that again. Just hit back on a couple of times and listen to how much deeper that got. But anyway, you know, and I was thinking, man, I can sing, dude. I can sing. And so I had my Walkman, you know, back in the day. You just aged yourself right there. I've done that plenty of times over this podcast. So I'm I'm chilling with my Walkman and I have my door closed. <laughs> this, dude, this is a serious you, story. You just said I was chilling with my Walkman. Yeah, you know you did. <laughs> All right, so I'm in my room, got the door closed. I'm chilling with my Walkman, All right. and I'm listening to a song. I don't even remember what I'm listening to, but I had my headphones on, and I, and I was jamming out to this song. And I was just singing out, dude, because I had this spectacular voice. <laughs> and I was just singing out as loud as I could, practicing my own room, minding my own business, not affecting anybody else, so I thought. So I get done, life moves on, you know, a little bit, and all of a sudden I get a knock at my door. And I was like, they're interrupting my video game time, what's going on? And I went out there, and it was my mom and dad. Parents, I don't know if you should do this. <laughs> but my mom and dad had went and got... A voice recorder. Another Walkman. Another another Walkman <laughs> with recording capabilities. And set it outside my bedroom door. And recorded me singing for like two or three songs. And Jonathan, they made me listen to it. And to this day, I think it affects my ability to worship the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to get too loud or other people will hear me. <laughs> it was it was horrifying, man. <laughs> like I would I remember me and my brother when we were young, we decided we wanted to start we wanted to do our own radio station. And I was real young then and my brother still has the tape that we recorded. And I got to be the weatherman. That was my job. Speaking of weatherman yeah. ago. And when you listen to it now, there's this high pitched shrill of my voice going on. And uh it's just it kills me every time I hear this thing, but it's fun to go back and listen to. But I'm saying all this because my recording days go back a long time, Jonathan. I, further than mine, well, apparently. I have a lot of experience. <laughs> but you're lucky. Lucky I'll even talk into this microphone now after what my, my father did to me yeah. as a young <laughs> teen going through puberty. <laughs> that's That's quite funny. Yep, that's... <laughs> That's what reminded me of tonight when I hear all these. Do you, do you remember what the songs were? I don't. It was probably something like dumb, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I listened to some really bad music back then. Like not like bad as in well, probably some of it was kind of bad in the wrong ways, but just wasn't good music. I couldn't even tell you what it was, but I don't know. Mm. Maybe one day the tape will resurface. Ooh. I, I hope not. 
It might be locked away in my mom's closet somewhere. Something like that. Still in a Walkman. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> you know you chilled with a Walkman at some point. And it's not Walkman. It's a Walkman. It's a Walkman. Man. It's anyway. a Walkman. All right. You know, Walkman? What are you talking about? It's a Walkman. Walkman. It's my Walkman. <laughs> All right. We need to move on, Jonathan. Yeah, yes, we do. We just wasted like three minutes of people's lives right there. Oh, they're having a good time. I'm going to put on a shirt. Chilling with my Walkman. <laughs> go, go, go to T-Public, land the plane. <laughs> Search land the plane. There's only one shirt there, but in the future, there will be a chilling, chilling with, with my Walkman. Walkman. <laughs> Yes. That's awesome. Yes, it's happening. I'm going to have a t-shirt, Jonathan. All right. Anyway, let's move on with the show. People don't, you know. Yeah. They're, they're ready. For- and usually I can figure out some way, because we normally like don't know what the other person is going to necessarily talk about. I mean, the the overall theme, yeah. Yep. But like I had no idea he was going to bring up his previous experience with Walkmans. Um, <laughs> I didn't know either until tonight. Or, or I may have talked him out of it. But uh, usually I can figure out a segue from that into what we're going to be mainly talking about. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I let you down. I got nothing. I, but I don't know. we got a new exciting shirt to put on. <laughs> Chill with my walk, man. <laughs> sorry. I'm going to have to move on past this. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> I got a serious Oh, man. Face on. Okay. So what are we talking about tonight, Jonathan? Uh, we are we're talking about <laughs> still trying to figure out a, a way to, to to work from chilling with my Walkman to to what we're talking about. But anyway, we're going to talk about Samson. Oh, I mean, you could probably talk about my muscular physique and then transition into his muscular physique. <laughs> <laughs> I could. That wouldn't make any sense whatsoever, but I could. I'm trying to help you out. It's, yeah. I told you it's, right. it's been a long day. Okay, it's okay. It's All okay. Right. All right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about Samson. Um, and, uh, we're you know, one thing that we try to do here is is bring out um, stories that are found in the Bible and maybe put a, a twist on them or include some different information that you may not have realized or heard before. Uh, those kind of things. And, uh, you know, we don't want to be, you know, like disrespectful or anything like that. But just honestly, there's some things in the Bible that are that are pretty funny. Uh, if you've not listened to our episode about Ehud, the left-handed dude, uh, you should go check that out. I don't even remember what... That was episode 12, wasn't it? Um, I think so. I think it's episode yeah. 12. Ehud, the left-handed dude. Um, one of my favorite Bible stories. And uh, so tonight we're going to talk about Samson, which, you know, most people have known or know a little bit about Samson, very strong guy. But normally the story that you hear is about Delilah, you know, that Mm -hmm. she kind of conned him into giving up his um, secret behind his strength. And uh, but but tonight we're not going to talk about that because you've already heard it. So we're going to talk about something else. Yeah, something a little more unknown, I hope. Yeah, uh, and maybe even a little, I don't know, interesting or something. (laughs) 
But anyway, we're we're starting out Judges chapter 14, and uh, I'm not going to read this necessarily, but kind of talk through it a little bit. Um, anyway, if you want to follow along, Judges chapter 14. And little backstory, Samson was a judge, uh, like Ehud, actually. Yep. Um, Reputations curi- among them, judges. <laughs> yeah. Um, curious thing about Samson is normally the judges... They were they were either kind of military leaders and then kind of turned civil leaders, or they were civil leaders but also had some military experience, those kind of things. Um, Samson's kind of completely different in that he never really led anybody. He just kind of completely did his own thing. Um, he was never really a civil leader militarily. He just took care of business himself, you know. He, he right. He was not more of a. He wasn't. He wasn't like a boss telling people what to do. He just took action. He was a yeah, man of action. Man of action. He just did it. Um, so he, he is a little bit different as far as that aspect goes of of the judges. But he is a judge, and that's why his story is found in the book of Judges. Yeah. yeah okay. Good so, <laughs> uh, chapter fourteen. Um, we see Samson is going down, and, and he's he's checking out a Philistine woman. Um, and Samson was a Nazarite. I should, should probably should mention that. And as a Nazarite, he is kind of set apart to do God's work, and there are certain things that, that Nazarites can't do. Um, they can't, and usually it's just for a period of time, but with Samson, it was a lifelong bond, you know, commitment kind of thing. Um, so the things that Nazarites aren't supposed to do, they're not supposed to have anything to do with alcohol or even grapes, like nothing from the vine, no grapes, no raisins, no alcohol, no, you know, nothing. Um, also not supposed to cut their hair, Mm -hmm. at least during that time that they're set aside, but for Samson lifelong. So no, no cutting of the hair. One of the things he's really known for. Yeah. Long hair, Mm -hmm. long hair. Um, and then also, they're not supposed to touch anything that's considered unclean. So all those Jewish things that, you know, the unclean things, there's certain of those that are just never supposed to be around, never supposed to touch unclean things. So keep those things in mind as we talk about Samson. All right. Okay. I'm going to be the voice of the people. Voice of the, all right. Is, is kept in mind, Jonathan. All right. So Samson... Uh, basically went down to Philistine, which they were enemies of Israel. And he saw a young Philistine woman and was like, yo, I kind of want her as my wife. Um, (laughs) Not even like a first date, not even like a, hey, let's go on a date. No, in fact, it says he told his mother and father, which this seems awkward to me. But anyway, he told his mom and dad, I have seen a young Philistine woman in in Timnah. Now go get her for me as a wife. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, yo dad go get that girl that's a different different age and time back yeah. then you know but still seems seems a little bold a little. yeah uh it says but his mother and father said to him can't you find a young woman among relatives or among our people <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry Woo, it just said among relatives and that just yeah. struck me the wrong <laughs> can't you find a wife among your cousins? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with cousin Susie? <laughs> Ooh, man. Mm, yeah. So anyway, it says that Samson went down to Timnah, 
with his father and mother and came to the vineyards of Timnah. Vineyards. As a voice of the people, vineyards, you've told us to keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah, not supposed to be near vineyards and no, ha- no. hanging out there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this is suddenly a young lion came roaring at them. The spirit of the Lord took control of him and he tore the <laughs> he tore the lion apart with his bare hands as he might have torn a young goat. <laughs> <laughs> I love the comparison. Like yeah. like we're supposed to know what it's like to tear a young goat apart. With well, our yeah, hands. I mean, duh. And then it's, you never Picked up a young goat and tore it apart. I have not. Sometimes I struggle with the wishbone and the chicken, man. But every dude, time I every time I was reading this, I just kept on thinking of that that goat on YouTube. You know the <laughs> the screaming goats. Yes, I love screaming goats and fainting goats, man. Yeah. They're they're my fave. So yeah, so next time just scream at one, it'll faint and then rip tear it apart. It apart. <laughs> rip it apart with your bare hands. But yet, he did this with a lion. With a lion. Yeah. I personally, if a lion came charging me from the brush or wherever it was, I would probably pass out. Well, yeah. He he just ripped it apart. Ripped it apart. And went on. With his bare hands. All right. Okay. So, and he, and so he went on down and uh, went to the woman, and because Samson wanted her. Uh, it says, after some time, when he returned to get her, because they... It's like we went down there and was like, hey, you're going to be my wife. And then went back down to, Introduced to actually get her. Yeah. Yeah. Going to marry you in a couple of weeks or something. Um, <laughs> Do you think he cleaned up before he got there? I don't know. I'm sorry, it's off topic. <laughs> it says, when he returned to get her, he left the road to see the lion's carcass, which was <laughs> in a vineyard. Um, and there was a swarm of bees with honey in the carcass. And he scooped some honey into his hands and ate it as he went along. Um, salmonella alert. <laughs> so, dude, okay. Yeah. But, but, you got to help me with this one, Jonathan. But, hey, what what are we supposed to keep in mind? He just obviously touched an unclean thing. Oh, that's true. See, yeah. I wasn't even caught up with that. I, yeah. was, I was caught they up with They weren't supposed to touch dead things that's considered unclean. Why did he seek out the lion? I don't know. Do you think it was like to impress the girl? Like, do you want to see the I, lion? I don't think she was with him. Oh, that's. He was just going down there. Well, he was he, like, "Yeah, I want to see what I did to that lion, ripping that thing apart." But then it had honey inside of it. Yeah, because apparently they would, because it was so hot there, but dry. Okay. It would dead animals and things. They would dry very quickly, so they they wouldn't just get kind of demolished. They would just kind of set up you know and apparently it was a it was a a well-known place for for bees they they like to get in there because i mean bees are carnivores they will actually eat meat that kind of thing so they would build a nest you know and he went over and it's like hey honeybees woo, dude i legit just learned something <laughs> i thought this was gonna be some type of like divine intervention but you're saying that bees would go find dead animals carcasses and build a hive in that thing apparently so and create honey honey well bees make honey dude dude and vineyards i mean there there's blossoms and all that stuff yeah, vineyards, perfect so place for good, bees. yeah good place for bees maybe he was hoping to find drunk bees 
Well, maybe he was made <laughs> like alcoholic honey. <laughs> well, he's not supposed to have the grapes and stuff. So yeah, so he's like hoping to get it wine, through the honey. So yeah. maybe, but I mean, maybe he was hungry then. I don't know, and he just knew that there would be honey inside of the carcass. I get. I don't know. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> okay. he went on down, got the lady, and prepared a feast. And this was typical of the time. They would have a, like a wedding feast. It might last for days and days and days. In fact, I think this one lasted for a week. Um, and it says, when the Philistines saw him, they brought 30 men to accompany him. Okay. About 30 men. 30. And Samson said, let me tell you a riddle. If you can explain it to me during the seven days of the feast and figure it out, I'll give you 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. But if you can't, then you must give me 30 linen garments and 30 changes of clothes. So to these 30 dudes, I'm going to give you a riddle. If you can tell it, I'll give you 30 things of clothes. If not, you give me 30 things of clothes. And they said, tell us your riddle. And and he said, uh, out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. What is it? Well, it's got to be the honey from the deadline, right? Yeah. Did I just ruin that? (laughs) No. No, because, I mean, as as a reader here, we we figured that out. But to them, they were stumped. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. And it says, after three days, they were unable to explain the riddle. So on the fourth day, they talked to Samson's wife and said, persuade your husband to explain the riddle to us or we will burn you and your father's household that seriously that escalated quickly (laughs) yeah over some garments if each one of them just gave him one you know done deal but no we're gonna kill you and your dad so samson's wife came to him weeping and said you hate me and don't you love me um and don't love me you told my people the riddle but haven't explained it to me and uh he said look i've not even explained it to my mom and dad and she just kept on going and kept on. And it says she wept the whole seven days of the feast. Well, like, I mean. Seriously, it's his wedding feast. And he's got Cry Girl over here. <laughs> okay. I mean, they were going to burn her up. Yeah. But, but I mean, this was Samson. Why didn't she just go to him and be like, those dudes are jerks, are jerks and they're threatening my, me and my daddy. What do you think he would have done? Dude, if you knew a guy who tore a lion apart with his bare hands, would you threaten his wife? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah. that maybe that hadn't got to them yet. I think I would I would hold off. But yeah, that's there could have been some many solutions. She didn't have to sit there and be upset the whole the whole week. Could have handled business. Yeah. I agree. So but then it says that uh, on the seventh day he explained it to her because she had nagged him. So much. <laughs> I'm just saying what it says. It's all. It's, so he explained it to her. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then, right before sunset, the men came and said, "What is sweeter than honey, and what is stronger than a lion?" So they they told him the, you know, the answer to his riddle. Mm-hmm. Well, Samson knew that his wife had done this, right? Okay, and this sets up. I think quite possibly one of the funniest lines in the whole Bible. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I haven't read this in a long time, so I'm I'm, I'm ready. 
<laughs> right. He said to them, if you hadn't plowed with my heifer, you wouldn't know my riddle now. <laughs> like, like, are you serious? If you hadn't plowed with my heifer, you wouldn't know my riddle? <laughs> this dude was not into poetry. Oh, man. You, gotta you know, try, love you? letters were not his thing. I'm just guessing. <laughs> If you've plowed, <laughs> oh man! All right, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I'm back. The voice of the people. Won't you? Can you translate that, Jonathan? Yeah, I, 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 sure. <laughs> so basically, what he was saying was, you you've used my wife for for your own gain. Right. I mean, that's you know. It, it, I don't think there was anything. I don't think he was calling her a heifer or anything like that. It was probably just a an idiom of the day. Yeah. One of those cultural, on <laughs> one of those cultural things we don't quite understand. So it, it, you know, that little phrase, things that make you go, Hmm. hmm. I think from now on, when we cross the, these little cultural, <laughs> Hmm things, we ought to just say, this is a cultural, Hmm. 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 Yeah. yeah. So it's probably safer that way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, so he said, and he, and he obviously got mad. Well, now he's in a predicament because he needs 30 garments to give these people because that's what the bet was for the riddle. So, yeah. Yeah. What? I was going to say, it was just, I mean, he could have been like, jerks, I'm not giving you this, the garments. But, you know, he's yeah. a man of principle. I guess, well. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely. So to get these 30 garments, he basically goes down um, – to a place called Ashkelon, and he kills 30 men. <laughs> and That's not funny. Oh, man. So he kills 30 men, takes their clothing, and then brings them back and gives them to the Philistines. And then it says, later on, during the wheat harvest, another time, Samson took a young goat as a gift and visited his wife. Okay. So guys out there, if you get in trouble with your wife, try young goat. Flowers are yesterday's news. Yeah. You can give the flowers to the goat on your <laughs> yeah, way to the... Not. Yeah. Young goats. <clears throat> so anyway, um, so he got there, and he said, I want to go to my wife in her room, um, but her father would not let him in her. Wait. Young goats, the gift you can tear apart with your hands. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> okay. And that way it keeps on giving. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm back. Okay. Um, so he's talking to, his dad, to who her dad, because she's there you know he got mad at her sent her home you know so now he's going back wanting to get her and so he tries to go but it, her dad wouldn't let him come come in you know come there and he said i was sure that you hated her her father said so i gave her to one of the men who had accompanied you Uh oh so in other words i i thought you were done with her so i gave her to somebody else hmm. and then yeah that's a <laughs> Well, this is even a cult more. It says, isn't her younger sister more beautiful than she is? Why not take her instead? Oh, no, Dad. Don't pick favorites. <laughs> don't do that, man. Oh, man. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to bunch those. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, so Samson said to them, this time I won't be responsible when I harm the Philistines. So, so now he's, he's ticked. He was trying to get his wife. 
he finds out finds out that he's she she's hanging out with or she's about like the wife of one of the men that was in his wedding. So he he goes out and he catches three hundred foxes. And he and he takes torches and he turns the, he basically ties the foxes' tails together with torches or and, and like ties torches together with them, sets them loose across all of these wheat fields because it was the time of the wheat harvest. Mm-hmm. And so you've got 150 pairs of foxes running all through these grain, these grain fields with a torch tied to them. Obviously, torches the whole place. Okay. Where was Smokey the Bear when you knew? I mean, he could have put that fire out, but that's 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 dedication. I mean, he was determined. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Don't know what to say? I can't catch off fox, let alone three hundred foxes. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then tying their tails together. I, I don't even. Yeah. So anyway, the the Philistines got mad. They got really ticked, and so they came down. It was like, who who has done this? And they told them Samson had done it. And so they basically, um, they they wanted to figure out how to how to trap, how to capture Samson and take him. So they came down to the people of the to the people of Judah, and it's like, hey, you, you know, they kind of wanted to get rid of Samson too. I mean, he was a big troublemaker, and so they came up against him, and Samson was talking to them and said, hey, I'll give myself to you as long as you promise you won't kill me. They were like, no, we're not going to kill you. We just we want to take you to the Philistines because they're in control and, and all those kind of things. They're our enemy. So he said, okay, you can do that. So they bound him with like two new ropes and took him to the Philistines. And uh, <clears throat> says that when he got there, the the ropes basically just fell off of him. They, they turned into like they'd been burned or something fell off of him. And he goes over and finds a, a jawbone of a donkey, a, a freshly dead donkey, actually. It says a fresh jawbone of a donkey. He reached out his hand, took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Donkey. <laughs> this dude's legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you even do with that? You know, I don't know. <laughs> just you try to picture this stuff sometimes, and you you realize maybe you shouldn't. But to go over, first of all, but the ropes just falling off of him. We we have to we have to say there's some divine intervention going on. I would I would I would suppose in that moment. But to go look for a weapon because you know you're fixing to get in a fight, and to go pick a jawbone. Is that an unclean thing too? Oh yeah, yeah. Because so, it would have been a dead donkey. Yeah, and then so then you're using the jawbone, and you sl- you kill a thousand people, dude. <laughs> and maybe you know, I mean, there's embellishment going on here. Yeah, I'm maybe, sure a little, bit. a little bit. But still, if if you only killed three or four, you you can't embellish up to a thousand. Right. So yeah. obviously, he killed a lot of people. Okay. But you know, what are some lessons? that we can learn from the life of Samson uh, besides how he woos girls with young goats. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I don't know man. how to, 
How to prepare dinner quickly. Just rip it apart with, <laughs> rip your, bare it apart hands. with your bare hands. Okay, so, you know, one, he was a judge. He was a judge. He was he was set as that position by God. Right. Okay. Set apart. Yeah. Set apart. Um, and the, there at the end of chapter 15, I mean, he, he ruled over, he was a judge over Israel for like 20 more years. So big position, those kind of things, mm-hmm. even though, I mean, in many ways, he was a knucklehead, you know? Yeah, it seemed like he he reacted to situations sometimes. Maybe he should have stopped and made some plans or something. Yeah. Just, well, and even just going along and, you know, okay, killing the lion, that was one thing. But then going back and getting honey out of the carcass. I mean, he was just doing things that he knew was not right. Mm-hmm. You know, going and, and getting... Um, and he basically... Women was always a problem for Samson. You know, we got this wife, and then there was a, a story of him and a and like a harlot, and then Delilah. So I mean, you know, all kinds of problems with women. Samson did what he what he wanted to do. Yeah, you know, um, but is that much different really than us? You know, I, I, his were magnified. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, but I think the only reason they're magnified is because, well, it's a thousand people, but you know, it's because they're not things that we're used to hearing about. You know, we don't hear about you go back to a carcass to get honey out of it and all this yeah. stuff. There's just strange and unusual things that that we're not used to. But there's plenty of things in life that that I mean are pretty pretty horrible for us, and we just we're, and we know we're not supposed to do, and we just march right on in. And, yeah. I mean, what what are some things that that we expose ourselves to, that we watch, listen to, all those kind of things, that would be considered unclean? Yeah, I hope you're not asking me for specifics. No. <laughs> but, I'm just saying, are are there? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we sure. Yeah, we watch things on TV. We listen to certain music. We there's all kinds of things that we do, even though we know we shouldn't. You know. And even, you know, Bible says, don't even let unwholesome talk come from your mouth. Uh, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. So I think his his things that he did, I think we judge them more harshly because, like what you said, it's just not things that we're used to, you know? And, and we see, oh, I can't believe he did that. Well, I can't believe some of the things I've done before. Yeah, and I just look at it from from God's point of view. You know, he looked down at Samson and was like, you know, maybe there he goes again. There he goes again. And I don't think those thoughts are any different with us. You no. Know? <laughs> there he goes again. There he goes again. You know, and, and God def- doesn't, definitely doesn't put levels to things like we do. He, well, well, Samson killed a thousand people. I've never killed anybody. <laughs> but to God, it's it's there you go again. Mm-hmm. You're going right back to it. Or you're doing what you're not supposed to do again and again. Yeah, and we do see that in some of this, um, the Bible even says that God was in in it to um, to to bring harm to the Philistines, you know, because they were they were an enemy in control of Israel. So he was defeating Israel's enemy, you know. So it's not like he just went to a you know the city down the street and just killed a thousand people. Right, it yeah. would be, you know, you're in war, 
and he went in to the, the people that his country was in war with and killed a thousand men. So it's a little different than just he killed a thousand people, mm-hmm. you know. For sure. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it does say God brought brought this about. And then in his, obviously in his death, you know, I mean, the story of Delilah and all that, if you don't know that, keep reading. Uh, that picks up in chapter 16 um, of, of his life, of Judges, kind of finishes up Samson's life. So honestly, the story of Samson, it, it kind of gives me a little hope, you know, because we see how, uh, you know, messed up he was and, and all those things that he did that were not right. But yet God still used him. You know, God God forgave him, God used him, God uh, empowered him, you know, in huge ways. Um, so it actually gives me hope to know, yeah, God God can still use me too. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean you, you hear that and it but it's been a while since I read that particular story, but based on the way you told it there, it doesn't sound like God just lectured him right at that moment either. Like, what are you, you're back there doing that again, you know, mm-hmm. and this. And so sometimes he lets us, you know, work things out in our own life and he wants us to recognize, I mean, we should be able to look at our lives and recognize what we need to clean up and what we need to get rid of and what's those things that, that kind of has us trapped and keeps pulling us back or we keep saying yes to or whatever. And we need to, you know, we need to recognize those things and not just rely on somebody else to tell us. But we need to, you know, really examine our lives and start moving away from some of those things, and, and knowing that that God already knows it. Um, he wants you to move on. He wants you to make right decisions. So uh, He'll help you do that. So don't hold back from Him. You know. Yeah, and and another thing, um, kind of as a maybe a warning to us is I think Samson, because of his strength, it it was actually kind of a weakness. You know, he he knew that he was able to to take out a thousand people. He knew that he was able to, um, you know, do kind of whatever he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I think it empowered him to just say, "Eh, I don't, I don't need to worry about this. I'm just going to do what I want to." You know, and mm-hmm. so I think sometimes our own the things that we're good at, the things that we maybe excel in, I think those are the things that we kind of forget to invite God into. That's a great point. I ain't thought about that from the story from that angle. Yeah, because how often do we, you know, there's just certain things that we're good at. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. We have gifts. I mean, yeah, we have gifts, gifts. You know, and so using those gifts, how often do we just kind of go into something going, oh, yeah, I can do this. And just jump into it and start doing it without slowing down and saying, hey, should I do this? And if so, you know, am I really, do I do I not need to ask God to help me in this? You know? And I think we just get, get too fast sometimes and just jump into things without pausing and slowing down and saying, hey, God, you've given me talents to do these kind of things. But I need your help, mm-hmm. you know, because your way is going to be better than what I got. Yeah, it's kind of like the good day versus the bad day. Sometimes when we're having a good day. Is that like good cop versus bad cop? <laughs> no. no, it's good day oh. versus bad day. Okay. <laughs> you know, totally like, different. When you're having a good day, you don't necessarily always, even though it's good, you don't always think about 
talking to God as much because it's mm-hmm. a good day. You know, things are going right. Things are smooth sailing. A nice, cool breeze outside. You know, uh, just everything just feels great. And then you have a bad day, and you're like, and "That's when the breeze Lord. is coming off the fan that <laughs> just hit a lot of stuff." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then you, you chase after the Lord, and I, it, it's a it's a interesting thought. I had never thought about this this particular story that way, but yeah, those those good things that we we are the things that we're good at, we do get really independent on those things. You know, I don't I don't need help in this. I've got this. I know how to do this. Um, but yeah, then we have a bad thing we're not very good at, and God says do it. And we're like, you go, you got to do it for me. <laughs> yeah, but I need your help. Uh, in reality, those gifts He wants us to to jump on board with Him too, because He's given us the gift for His purpose, and we're just using it for our own purposes and not His purpose. Yeah, that's that's good stuff, John. Yeah. So I think that's the you know kind of the two as we land the plane here. Um, I, I think tonight just landing the plane is what are those things that that we should avoid? What are those things that we know we shouldn't get into? We shouldn't do, we shouldn't partake in, whatever, but we do it anyway, That kind of that just because we can. Um, those are areas that we need to turn over. Those are areas that we need to, to um, kind of rip apart like a young goat, <laughs> you know? We, we need yep. to get rid of those areas. But then on the flip side, those things that are good, those things that we that we can do that are good, that are, you know, God blessed, all of those things. Let's still not do those in our own strength. You know, let's let's ask him to lead. Let's ask him to take um, kind of take control of that. And then for him to empower us to do way better than we could ever do on our own. Yeah, that's that's good stuff, man. I don't I don't really have anything to add to that, but the, hearing this story tonight has made me feel relieved because I now uh, can admit to you that two years ago I was on a hiking trip and me and my family were attacked by a bear and I ripped it apart with my bare hands. <laughs> You're so dumb. I can confess that now because <laughs> oh, I know it's going to be okay. Yeah. Whew. Like a young goat. Like <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna wrap this thing up. Yeah, we're gonna close close the show down. Um, I do want to say, uh, based on before we we get into the closing, but before uh, we've had a lot of good feedback on our last show. Uh, we used to do a segment called Airmail where we read comments and all that kind of stuff, but we just weren't getting enough comments to read Airmail. I'm just gonna be honest with y'all, um, which means that we just must be doing a great job of delivering the message, Jonathan, making it so clear, so easy, but. Um, in saying that, uh, we appreciate all the great comments that y'all put out there about our last story, talking about the salt bowl and um, Abby Penn, the, the story she shared, and, and, and just the recognition for, for all those that did some great things. So we thank you for that. And we thank you for the feedback we've been hearing, and, and we keep hearing about new people listening to the show. And so we thank you for that, and we encourage you to go out and uh, share the show with people and, and help us spread the word and, and Get people subscribing to Land the Plane Podcast. We would really appreciate your help in that. A couple ways to do that. You can visit our website at www.landtheplane.today. You can listen to any episode there. You just got to go up into the story and hit that little play button on the... What do they call those things, Jonathan? You're the tech guy. I don't even know what they call it. A little embedded player? Yeah, a little audio players. Yeah. Um, of course, we would love it if you go to any place podcasts or listen to iTunes, Google Play, 
Podbean, Spotify, we're on any of those, and and actually click the subscribe button so all those new episodes just pop up in your uh, your feed on Monday morning, every other Monday morning. Uh, we'd love if you did that. Uh, of course, you can follow us on all the social medias, Facebook and Instagram at Land the Plane Today and at Twitter um, at Land the Plane 247. We'd love if you share that out too and just uh, just keep helping us spread the word and, and keeping up with what's going on here at the podcast. Uh, also, if you want to send us an email, any questions, comments, show ideas, that, that's something you might like us to talk about, you can send those to us in email at landtheplanetoday at gmail.com. And if you want to help support the show, head over to Tee Public, where we have our nice shirt. I, I'm a really big fan of, of the way it turned out. And plus, you can put it on a pillow. I mean, you can, <laughs> you can get, you get a sticker. You can sleep with Land the Plane podcast You can get canvas art for your wall if you want to. There's, it's kind of funny all the stuff they put on there. But go check that out. If you want to help support the show, we, uh, you, can, you can get a shirt there, and we get a few dollars kicked back from there. And maybe soon. Don't be surprised if you see a shirt that says, Chilling, chilling with my, my Walkman. Walk, oh, it's happening, dude. Uh, I'm going to get my brother on that. He's, he's the artist of the family. I'm going to get him to get that done for me. But I think that's, uh, I think that's the show, Jonathan. Which, mentioning your brother, what's his uh, Facebook page? Oh, Dot Culture. Yeah, that is, cool, that is some cool stuff that Jerry Dandoran puts together. Yeah, he's a pretty talented dude. Y'all go check it out. Every bit of art he does is dots. Yeah. there's no When you see some of the pictures, there's no lines. It's just dots. dots. It's pretty incredible. It's like a dot matrix printer come to life. Oh, I'm going to call my brother Dot Matrix now. <laughs> he has a nickname He has for a me. new nickname. I got one for him now. Yeah. I, have a, I keep forgetting about your nickname. Well, that's okay. Crop Destin. <laughs> We're going to move on. Close the show. Move Start on. the okay. music, Jonathan. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. All Thanks right. for listening. Please share the show. Talk to you all next time.